I like your outfit, Allie. Thanks. I really was just trying to be myself tonight. <laughs> Me too. Welcome to Bad Therapy, <laughs> episode seven. Dude, lucky number seven. This is a good one. <laughs> Hasn't felt too lucky. We're keeping it on a lighter note tonight. It's, it's about midnight on Friday. It's Friday. It's teeny time. It's teeny time. <laughs> it's been teeny time for the last few hours. So wish us all the luck in the world on this. Last week's podcast was a little bit heavy. Um, we triggered some people. We've received some messages about how helpful it was and how amazing it was, but how like eye-opening it was. Yeah. And so we're here to talk about absolute fucking nonsense today. <laughs> so I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Cheers. I missed the garlic. You liked the garlic. I did like the garlic. Well, I didn't get it again because I didn't think you were going to like it. I feel like it's just, it's missing this time. There's something missing. It's, it's the, the it's the Empress, I think is now that you've had Hendrix mm-hmm. and like the true smack ass of the teeny, <laughs> the Empress is going to be too like floral and light. Like it's not as savory. Yeah. I definitely am always been more of a savory bitch. Like earlier Madison goes, okay, well we were going to make another martini. <laughs> she, goes, another one? <laughs> she goes, I think I'm going to make something different. I'm going to try something like I don't know, creative. Yeah, and I was just like, make sure it's not sweet. And she's all, no, no. No, I would never. So what did you do? What did you make? It was like, you know, I was in like one of those mixologist moods mm. where you just kind of feel like being cool and creative. So I grabbed a tea bag <laughs> from... She did not put it in hot water. Like an old tea bag, like from the back of the cabinet. <laughs> Lavender honey, sleepy time. Mistakes were made. Disgusting. <laughs> Didn't like steep it. Yeah. Uh, orange liqueur, Empress, Angusur bitters... And it tasted like three... Wait, orange? Yeah, it was orange. Where did that come from? I don't know. I found it in the back of the cabinet. What made you think that would taste good? Well, because I was thinking floral, citrus, lavender, honey. The idea was there. Orange and lavender? It's citrus and floral. That's it. I don't know if oranges quite match the citrus. Well, it tasted like fucking garbage. (laughs) So you're right. (laughs) I took one (laughs) sip and I said... (laughs) She literally looked at me with... All hope was lost. In it that tasted moment. like like when you were a kid and you used to go to the hospital, <laughs> and they'd give you that like really thick cough, cough syrup, syrup, and they'd like shove it in the back of your throat because mm-hmm. obviously you didn't want it. That's what it tasted like. Hella, Ugh. spot on. And there was like <laughs> chunks of like because the tea bag obviously broke open when I shook it. There was like she chunks didn't of even like steep the tea no, bag. She it, just threw it into the shaker. There was like chunks of like leaves and like we used to be good bartenders. <laughs> like this is the one that's going on the menu, the cocktail <laughs> menu. <laughs> imagine so we I start a bar and we put that on the menu honestly though the old me would have been like well i made it down the hatch yeah we dumped it out. i dumped that mm-hmm. in the sink but i kind of just did like a sample size version so yeah it was small it wasn't like a huge waste I, if you didn't want it i knew i wasn't gonna you were gonna hate it, it. Yeah. everything about it yeah i hate everything about so it so back now. to teeny time and just want to like talk about my outfit really quickly for all of our uh, viewers that are watching on youtube i told madison i wanted to be comfortable tonight and i texted her and said I'm going to wear sweats tonight for the pod. She clearly did not listen. It's Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. And that's fine. But I've had a week from, I almost said Satan's asshole. (laughs) You actually did say Satan's asshole, believe it. Yeah, I said it. Well, I paused first. I want that to be on the record. She didn't actually mean (laughs) Satan's asshole. But that's what it felt like. So I just figured I deserved to sit in my sweats. And you know what? I'm regretting it. Not because of I look like a scrub, but because I feel like it's 
a majillion degrees in this house. It's really hot, and I'm wearing a fucking. You're wearing leather on leather on <laughs> everything. Leather. Sh- I guess that's true. I'm wearing leather, but leather on leather. I'm wearing leather. Um, speaking of this week, Satan's asshole. Mm-hmm. I would like to talk about a couple of our successes this week. Okay. Um, it's been, you know seven episodes now yes. we've been nothing but consistent mm-hmm. even when we really don't want to be <laughs> yes we have shown the fuck up every day yep and we had two tiktoks hit a million views yeah this week go off bad therapy so um i'm sorry cheers cheers to that this is the beginning i love you bitch love you too bitch and we love everyone that listens thank you i was talking to one of my friends about this today actually he was like wow congratulations that's amazing you know <laughs> Sorry. You are on the internet, young lady. <laughs> he was like, congratulations, that's amazing. Um, can I give you some advice? And I was like, oh, here we go. Mansplain, mansplain to me. Right. But he was actually really nice and helpful. He was like, all I can say is go head first. Mm-hmm. Like, do not hold back anything. Make this the only option. There's no yeah. plan B. Yeah. And keep your podcast as consistent as you would your career i think that's good advice for anyone trying to start a business or or take a new venture in life it's like don't start something with half your ass use your whole ass the whole ass like both cheeks yeah like put your whole ass into it because why are you half-assing anything unless you don't want it to work you are never going to succeed at anything in life unless you really just go for it yeah because i truly believe you, anyone could do anything they set their heart and mind to. You just have to fucking do it. It's, and that's where people miss is because they stop doing it or they aren't consistent. They give up. Or yeah. They, yeah, you give up. And how are you going to say it, d- it wasn't working when you didn't even try? Anyone is literally capable of anything. I say that when I'm training new agents and because they're like, this is so hard. I can't find clients. I can't do this. I can't do that. And it's like, I couldn't do any of that in the beginning either. If you don't give up, whatever it is that you're doing, you will be successful. Yeah. Hey, newsflash. No one starts out good at anything. It's not that simple. Everyone has to take the time to learn it. And like we see people, you know, the problem is you see someone reach a certain level of success and and people tend to think, oh, they just got lucky. But you don't see all of the time and effort and failures and times that didn't work and long hours and difficult like there's no times. such thing as luck in that instance at all and anyone can be quote-unquote lucky if you put the work in i was watching this interviewer talk to these supermodels like obviously like some of the top supermodels in the world and he was like well you guys are just so lucky of course it's a dude mm-hmm. and the girls are like they're like paris fashion week haven't slept in like three days right. haven't eaten in six Had months grape for lunch literally working their asses off and one of the girls was like oh no there's nothing luck about this yeah we work we never stop working why do you think there are only a handful of supermodels in the world and no doubt they were given beauty okay but a lot of girls girls are beautiful right a lot of girls this is and to not to say you know anything about anyone's beauty like beauty is within the eye of the beholder but there are some supermodels that aren't the the generic societal beauty. standard yeah, of standard beauty. Of yeah, beauty. absolutely. Exactly. Same thing with bodybuilding. You know, I've had multiple people be like, oh, you're lucky. It's genetics. I'm like, first off, I don't even have good genetics. Right. <laughs> I have mediocre genetics at best. Second off, I starved myself for a year. And work your ass off. And I went to the, the gym, gym every day for a year straight. I didn't go to parties. I didn't go to events. I didn't go to I didn't go to Christmas things. Like I, there was things that I did not do every single day to make that happen. Right. Like if you put them on the same schedule as you, they would have been, uh, they would have done maybe, successful. you know, every, 
everyone. Yeah, it is. It, at the end of the day, that does come down to genetics and stuff. But it, what the point is, like the effort that you're putting into something is what you're going to get out of it. And that's the same thing with this, because yeah. there's a lot of people that are like, oh, you got viral one hit wonder or you're lucky or two what? hit wonder. <laughs> it's two. <laughs> but the bottom line is the consistency and the amount of effort that has gone into this. Mm-hmm. Well, and of course, there's been moments, obviously, we're very this. We're only a month in. We yeah. literally just hit our first month doing this. And as oh. much as we'd like to say there was a lot of preparation that went into this pod, there really was not. We just kind of decided one day that we wanted to do it. And that is my advice to anyone listening is like, pull the trigger. Just do it. You Just dive in. Like, you're not going to know how to do things. And it's going to be bad at first. Just do it anyways, because you're going to figure it out along the way. Every You won't learn something unless you just do it. The and best way to learn is to do. You're never going to grow in your comfort zone. Like if you're super comfortable, 100%. look around your life. If you're comfortable, if you're happy, if you're safe, <laughs> you're not doing something. Yeah. And especially like if you're comfortable, if, if you're go- feeling that way in your comfort zone, but you're not happy. Yeah. It's like, okay, try stepping out of your comfort zone. Try doing something that you would never do. Everyone has goals and desires. Everyone has ambitions. A lot of people are just intimidated to act on them yeah and i'll say like with my music career one thing that i think i could be successful in that industry i'm just terrified to get on stage but you've never done it so i've never done it and i'm getting closer and obviously do things within your own time spectrum because for me that if i were to get on stage and it went bad i would never want to get on stage again Right. You know, but I bet you're going to love it. Like the and second know, you have the I, lights and the people and like, I know I will. I just want it to be at the right time. And I feel like I'm inching closer every day, but that's me being literally hypocritical. Like do as I say, not as I do, but it's different with this situation because we just dove head first. But honestly, it's like a really good step into that for you is the TikTok. like a million yeah. people saw our faces, looked at us. Like if, can you imagine a room full of a million people? If you were in a room full of a million people and you had to tell that same skit that you did that got a million views, you know, that would be so nerve wracking. Mm -hmm. Like you could not do that, but you literally did it. Yeah, no, for sure. So that tangent that we just went off on stems from my difficult week that I've had. And because we really, I mean, on top of my full-time job, the podcast is a second full-time job. I mean, hours and hours. Hours and hours. And I love it. And I'm glad to be doing it. And I think earlier I meant to touch and then I went on a different tangent. I was going to say there was obviously times, we're only a month in, times where I'm thinking to myself, God damn, the amount of hours I'm putting into this and we hadn't really seen any results yet. It's only a month in. And then right when I thought that we got a million views. The world said, no, you're going to keep going. So we we touched on that. That was just a side note because I meant to say that earlier and I felt myself tangenting. 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 I felt myself moving away from the plot. But nonetheless, this week has been a very long week. This month, actually. It's it's January. It always happens like it this. It feels like it's February. It's like, welcome to the new feels year, like bitch. March. Yeah. Oh. But to end my, the reason that I'm in sweats, I think this really was the icing on the cake for me today was I got home from work. I'm starving. I hadn't eaten since the morning. I get off at five. I knew we had to film and I knew I had to start getting ready because we want it. We usually like to film. We want to look cute. We, yeah, yeah. We usually like to film before it's late and it is now. Really nailed that one. Tonight. Yeah. We really fucked that it's one like up. like three in the morning. But um, that's okay because it's Friday. However, I think, okay, I'm going to order food, start getting ready, eat my food, and then leave. And I had some errands to run for some parties and friends and things that I'm going to tomorrow. And I love to wait till the last second. So I ordered DoorDash. I'm excited for my food. I'm hungry. There's nothing better than like waiting for a hot, fresh DoorDash. And you get the notification like your food has arrived. And you're like, yeah, on a Friday night, I'm in my PJs. 
about to get ready. I get the notification. I go out. I pick the food up. I walk out. And I'm like, God damn, someone's smoking a cigarette. Just this overwhelming smell of cigarettes. So I thought my below neighbor was smoking a stove. And so I'm like, oh, I go back into my house and I'm carrying it. And the smell is following me. It's so nasty. So I'm thinking, oh, I go to my room. I put my food down on my table and I'm like, I smell my hands. I'm like, oh, holy shit, my hands smell like cigarettes. I smell the bag that my food is in. I'm not kidding. It made me gag. It was so strong. The smell, the stench of cigarettes. And I'm thinking, you got to be fucking, you got to be fucked up if you think this is cool. Not to mention, I, I now reek like a cigarette. That is crazy. So I open the bag. I smell the styrofoam that it was in. Smells like cigarettes. What? I s- open my food. I take a bite of my chicken. It. I wish I were lying. Tell tasted. me you're. Tell me you're over exaggerating. It tasted like cigarettes. I'm not. I'm. I swear to. That is so fucking foul. Literally the grossest thing ever. I immediately closed the thing. I had to go wash my hands because I felt disgusting. I had to remove the food from my house. Your house, literally. literally. It was smelling. My whole house smelled like cigarettes. And it wasn't just like a cigarette. I'm not being dramatic. I think whoever door dashed my food to me had the windows. They must have had no, the windows li- closed and they hotboxed at least 10 cigarettes. They had to be like... Open, yeah, they like open the box and like yeah. Blew it I mean, on granted, to- it was like a plastic bag and styrofoam. That was the only like. So it kind of like absorbs, I yes. guess. But the chicken for the chicken the food, <laughs> the food. It was like a mixture of the smell of Chinese. Maybe food it was like the chef. Yeah, it's <laughs> like the chef at Panda Express I'm- <laughs> hot boxing <laughs> the sh- kitchen with cigarette smell. <laughs> I'm sure it was not the. the it was chef. probably the chef. Yeah, he's just. <laughs> There's like you a know, perfectly back, logical explanation for it to be the door dasher. Back in the day, that used to be kind of normal. Oh, they you could smoke in restaurants. Like nice restaurants. You would literally be eating a filet mignon and the table next to you would be smoking cigarettes. That's crazy. Can you imagine? For people that didn't smoke. But I mean, everyone I smoked. Everyone kind of smoked yeah. back then. But if you didn't. Can you imagine if you d- took out your vape in like the middle of a restaurant? It was just like. Yeah. Well, that's like, different that's, than a cigarette, but yeah. Still, like yeah. this would never happen. Yeah. Like on planes, people used to smoke on planes. That's crazy. Just the air circulating. The babies are just like getting f- nicotine high. That's insane. <laughs> that's insane. Um, that's insane what happened to you. And I'm so sorry because there's nothing worse than when you order food and you're so excited to eat it. And then it's just not. It doesn't hit. Yeah. And there was really no time to replace the food because it was time to go. Film. I can't believe they didn't give you an, a refund. What did you like? Did you? I could probably get one if I really made a big deal about it. But basically, I never, and here's the thing, I never complain about DoorDashers, even if they're late, if my food's cold, you know, whatever the experience is. Like, sometimes people, because I live in an apartment complex, they'll- Can't find it. They'll call me with the dumbest questions. I'm like, literally, figure it out. Go into the apartment. Yeah, look for the number. (laughs) I had one time I had someone leave the food at the gate entrance of my- Like where the security is? Yes. Oh, my- Just on the side of the road. Oh. Yeah, and I didn't complain. So I complained about this, and that goes to show how really seriously bad it was because that is so... What like, what, what did your complaint say? Unsanitary. I just said all of the food tasted like cigarettes. <laughs> the door, they offered me The DoorDash security is going to read that and be like, what the <laughs> fuck do you mean? They offered me $10. Here, here's 10 bucks. I know you pe- spent 25 but enjoy your cigarette chicken. <laughs> I get like a nicotine Okay, but honestly, high. am I the only person? DoorDash kind of freaks me out because someone could literally take a shit in your food. <laughs> Dude, I have another crazy DoorDash story. Go off. So 
it was late one night and I remember my dad was out of town and I live with my dad and I ordered food and this girl shows up to my door. First of all, she's calling me cause she can't find my apartment. I answer the phone. She sounds like a crazy person. <laughs> so she comes up at my door when I open it and I'm like, Oh, usually they just like yeah. leave it and then they don't leave. really want to socialize, but Hey, right. and she's talking. She's like, Oh, I just had such a hard time finding, finding this place. And, uh, Oh, Oh, looking inside my house. She's like, Oh, do you live alone? Like, I'm all, uh, no, I live with my dad. He's, he's here. He's here in his room. Yeah. Don't kidnap me. Yeah. Like super weird being really weird. Look like almost in my house with me. Like I feel like she was on drugs. What? She's like, she's like, can I come in and sit on the couch? And then she's like, oh, I forgot your drink. I'll be right back. I'm all, it's fine. Like you don't need to bring the drink. She brings the drink back. Oh my God. Um, and I'm letting, like, she spits in it. I'm laying in my bed. No, she was really nice. She, she was asking me all these questions. Do you like living here? You live here alone? <laughs> I was like, no, <laughs> I'm also not alone right now. Please, no, don't, just... please don't kill me. Yeah. And so for the next like hour, I was so paranoid that someone was going to, that some like sex traffickers were going to come. Honestly, that's like a me. thing now with Uber. So actually, on this topic the other day i ordered an uber for my dad his car broke down he was like in carson he said can you come get me babe babe (laughs) can you come get me sweet my dad doesn't call me babe (laughs) 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 can you come get me sweetheart (laughs) and i'm like um can i call you an uber dad i'm like in the middle of my work day (laughs) yeah and he's like yeah that's fine so i call him an uber and a guy, like the picture, you can tell right off the bat. I was like, oh, I'm glad I'm not in that Uber. Yeah. He's a little spooky. He was like mm-hmm. Jenkins or something weird. Huh, Jenkins. <laughs> I just made that up. <laughs> I was going to say, it doesn't sound that weird. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it was weird. And he pulls into the parking lot and I can see him tracking his little car. And I call my dad. And I'm like, hey, do you see him? And he's like, yeah, he just pulled up. And I can hear my dad. And he goes, and I can hear my dad say, hey. Madison and the guy goes Madison and he goes yeah my daughter called me an uber and the guy goes okay I'll pull around and he dipped and drove away left my poor papa stranded (laughs) first off piss me right the fuck off that is so rude because my dad was like mad what happened like he doesn't (laughs) know yeah and I'm like oh daddy I'm sorry he left you there like that's so sad and so i'm like was did the guy was he waiting to see like a female's name and like saw my picture and and was hoping i was alone and saw my grown-ass dad was like nope not doing that but also how dare he leave my dad there okay that's a different thing because that's hella sad (laughs) poor dave but that's honestly maniacal maniacal and so well thought out because that would make it so easy for them because I've never gotten in an Uber and felt unsafe. I know that things happen all the time where like you get a weirdo, but I mean, I imagine how easy more, it is. It would be so easy. Like they pick up girls, especially drunk girls in the middle of the night. They can see the girl's name. They can see a girl's picture on the profile. They know where their address is if they're driving them. They home. know where they're picking them up and where that they're dropping so them unsafe. off. Safe. Do you know how easy it would be for someone to literally put a chloroform napkin over your face? There's got to be some sort of regulations within Uber. That they do background that- checks. But that doesn't mean it's not a psycho. I did have one time when I was really drunk and I was going through a breakup and I Ubered home. Alone. Alone. And the guy, and I really think he meant well, but this just goes to show how a drunk girl, I told him where I worked. Ooh. And he came to check on me the next day. At at work? work. 
Oh, I think no. he meant well. Like, I really don't think it was because I was sobbing in the car. About okay, my but breakup. still, he's gonna come to your place. And of I didn't even work? remember him. That's how fucking blacked out I was in the Uber. And he came to your place of work. He showed up. I was working at a coffee shop. He showed up and he ordered something, and I didn't recognize him. And he was like, "Allie," and I was like, "Yes." This was the next day. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had no idea who this man was. Oh, he's like, I was your Uber driver last night. I was like, Oh. Sorry about that. How can I help you? Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, probably just, have a violent hangover like, too. I just came to check on you, which in the moment I was younger. I thought it was nice. And then he didn't ever show up again. He was like, was younger. he an older? No. no, he was younger. Probably like thirties. Okay. Well, he I don't just, know. I thought it was nice, but that just, it could have been not. And it could have been bad because it could have been very I bad. Was, I also probably told him, Oh, I work alone at the coffee shop. You know, it was like, you're just person, in there by yourself. Literally by myself. Oh my God. <laughs> The honestly, the way that I have not been kidnapped These, is incredible. No, the situations like honestly, I was talking about this with my boyfriend. The situations that I have gotten out of, yeah, unscathed. Yeah, we're lucky. Do you remember? I don't even know if we should tell this on the podcast. There's one time me and Madison were at. I don't know what she's about to say, so I'm like. <laughs> There's one time we were at a bar in our town. And we were with some friends and we, I think someone went out to like smoke a cigarette. We stepped out for some fresh air with them and we were just standing like right by this bar. There was an alleyway. Oh, yeah, I know what you're about to say. Okay. And they were talking to some guy and we didn't know the guy and we weren't talking to the guy, but the people that we were with or the person that we were with was talking to this guy. And all of a sudden. That was wild. And I don't even know why this ended up happening, but all of a sudden this guy pulls a knife out. We were just in the crosshairs though. We weren't. Yeah, it yeah. was some, some piece of shit with another piece of shit and we were just we stepped out for some fresh air at the yeah. same time as them this guy pulls a knife out and starts chasing us <laughs> <laughs> me and ali are just chatting in the alley the bed the bed babbling away and we, we look we hear around. like a scream we heard like a commotion so we turn around and this is within feet of us what happened actually was our friend had knocked him out like or punched him in the face and knocked him over and then ran and so the guy stood up his face was bleeding, I remember, and pulled the knife, and we were the first people that he saw. So he, Oh, yeah, because they got in, like, a little tiff. You know how boys are when they're drinking, and they just... So he chases us down the alley. We go running. This with is the I, knife. <laughs> so it's Screaming. Me and, me and Madison are sprinting. <laughs> sprinting. Through this alley. This man is chasing us with a knife, and we go running around the corner to the street, and we see the first guy we see. We're both crying. Our we're knight like, in shining armor. <laughs> And this guy looks at us and goes running around the corner to go save the to, day. So straight. this guy, no, this guy deserves a fucking gold medal. If you're listening, we we want to know who you are because he didn't even hesitate. He literally went running around the corner to go attack the guy with the knife. With the knife. So we we we, we just kept running. I remember he was wearing a blue plaid shirt. I remember this spo so I clearly. I don't remember that, but we run around the corner and we're like screaming like he's got a knife like run yeah we we're yeah. like help us and the guy go, head, the guy like, like assessed the situation saw two young girls like in distress <laughs> ran around the corner laid this guy out i remember he knocked him out so hard oh i don't remember that he, i literally saw red in this moment. the guy the terrifying. guy with the knife he was like a bigger slower dude yeah did not stand back up really and the, no he the guy i don't think i looked back the guy in the blue flannel plaid flannel that's a flannel flannel yeah it was like a cutoff though it had like sleeves i don't know okay i don't remember how do you have a memory of this, this because is this so is like ago. a core memory like i remember all of that up until he knocked him out drunk. and 
the guy was unconscious and we like we just i just remember uh, maybe i left before you i just kept running you did actually go around the corner i was just like thank you and then like a fucking movie the (laughs) guy that we were with that started this by punching the guy with the knife in the face pulls up in his car get in let's go and And then we get in the car (laughs) we get in the car he drives off yeah i know so it's like we were saying it's incredible that we were that's one of live that's one of many oh i could keep um, going there's another one from that exact night really yeah what is it should i just say it i don't know how bad is it (laughs) so we are at this we're at that guy's house after this because we went there to escape the knife man and someone it's like two in the morning and someone knocks on their door and his roommate pulls out a revolver Okay, I don't remember that. You don't remember this? No. Uh, like, I'm pretty sure his gun wasn't even legal. Huh. It's like a fucking like Colt 45. <laughs> it's like a military grade <laughs> gun to answer the door. Revolvers are legal. There's no revolver. It, well, it was like a. Unless a it was huge, like a machine. Like, with like a revolving. Okay, so that's a machine gun. Yeah, it was. Not a revolver. I don't know my guns. <laughs> a machi- a revolver is like a, a pistol. Uh, no, no, no. I didn't know that. Yeah. No, no, it was like a machine so, gun. So he pulled out a sh- machine. I, I just remember them saying this gun isn't legal. It, that would mean it was a fully automatic, not even a semi, fully automatic machine gun. Yeah. To answer the door. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when we and knew I just remember we, we were, were somewhere like, we shouldn't have been. We're like, why did we get in the car? Why are we here? Why like, are we, who are these people? Why did he pull a gun out? We were not with good people. <laughs> we made it. <laughs> Mama, we made it. Yeah, I know. My poor mom listens to these podcasts and then texts me and is like, Allie. <laughs> I love your podcast, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we can't have like such a serious topic every week or this is going to be like the down bad podcast. Yeah, yeah. It is bad therapy, but we're also here to be real. Like we kind of. I ca- mean, we lived it. We kind of were wild growing up. To be totally honest. With 100% you. and we're not anymore, but it's honestly insane to think back to these stories. I want to <laughs> talk about something a little off topic. Not that we've been really on topic. <laughs> like where tonight the didn't topic? <laughs> tonight what didn't topic are tonight we didn't really on? have a theme, and that's okay. We honestly, I what, what I do love about filming with you is we kind of just start just talking. We can jive. Yeah, we just jive. and that's the whole point of a podcast. Right. And of course, there's going to be weeks like we have another serious week coming up next week. Like yeah, and we have Alcoholics Anonymous. It's really hard to find just like straight up topics, but I feel like some of the point of this podcast is just to come hang out with us. And so this is us off topic on topic. The burnt toast theory. Have you heard of the burnt toast theory? No, I haven't. Okay, so the burnt toast theory is the idea that if you burn your toast in the morning, which, you know, would be viewed predominantly as like a negative thing, like I burnt my toast, I have to remake my breakfast. What comes out of that is you're five to ten minutes late and you don't get hit by a car. You don't run into someone you don't want to see or you do run into someone that you would never have met otherwise. So the idea is that your most negative aspects of life, burning your toast, are actually a positive thing and a good thing. And everything is meant to happen. Everything's meant for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. This idea came from 9-11, actually. A gentleman who worked in the Twin Towers was making his breakfast. He burnt his toast, like really bad, apparently. Smoke alarms went off and he had to remake his toast and he was late to work. He was 20 minutes late to work. Then all he had traffic and just a series of unfortunate, unfortunate events that made him late. And he watched the t- twin towers get hit by the plane and was not in his office which he would have been dead killed that's crazy i mean there is something to say on the last podcast we talked about too that guy that missed his flight 
was the guy that was sitting in the window seat of the door that flew off of the Alaskan Airlines plane. Burnt toast theory. Burnt missed his theory. flight for whatever reason. He missed it. He would have been killed. I, I do like that theory a lot because it's true. Things happen for a reason. And it also sheds a light on the thought process of just being a little bit more positive when bad things happen because you never know why that's happening. It's so easy to have a negative outlook on things. And it would be easy to have a negative outlook when you don't see the reason why. Because a lot of times, like, that man saw the Twin Towers crash. And it was obvious. And that guy knows that his seat was the one on the window seat. But sometimes you might burn your toast and be late and miss something. How many things do you not see? And you don't know it. So you're mad all day. But you, what you don't know is that actually that path to work at that exact time, something happened. How or many you- times have you seen a car get rear-ended in front of you? Mm-hmm. I mean, not a lot, but, like, I've seen it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, was I 15 seconds to delayed for something had to run back into the house and grab my sunglasses yes yeah, so how many times been. a day i get i'm like i get in my car i'm i'm backing down the driveway and i'm like my fucking sunglasses yeah did i not get rear-ended because of that yeah did i not get t-boned because of that did i you know like what in life You're, the series of events in general a good thing to keep in mind in life is sometimes bad things happen for a reason sometimes bad things happen and you don't know the reason but i really truly believe there's always a reason even if it's something that you don't understand and you can be as negative as you want but it's not gonna get you anywhere no like there's nothing positive that can come out of being negative Mm-mm. and i can say that like from a firsthand perspective is yeah. i can predominantly be a pretty negative yeah. person i'm not i'm glass half empty type person you which are. it's because of the things that i've gone through like would you say i'm glass half full or glass half empty your glass is like upside down like <laughs> in space like like the glass the sideways the like yeah no, seriously. i think it depends on the day for me totally but you are definitely glass half empty which i don't think is a bad thing i think it's good that you recognize the way of thinking i think you're just so like smart and analytical that you tend to think about all of the things that could go wrong before they go wrong i'm not kidding someone will tell say something and I've already dissected the 10 different ways that they could have meant it and picked the worst one. Yeah, you are. You are definitely the one that goes for, which is, again, not a bad thing to be aware of worst case scenario. But sometimes it's like you're like, what the fuck? I didn't even mean that. <laughs> I'll tell her something and she's just all of a sudden it's you found like the worst case scenario. And I'm like, great. Well, I wasn't stressed about this. But now I know like honestly it. and in my relationship, sometimes he's like says something to me and i'm like why the fuck would you say that he's like what and i'm like you know for me i i don't know my brain is just firing it like so rapidly i think about things like a hundred miles an hour you do yeah and so i've already like i mentioned dissected every single way that i could interpret something Mm -hmm. and pick the worst but i have been working on you've been better manifesting speaking better talking better visualizing better things because every single thing is energy is it has an energetic pull whether you believe in the woo woo whatever shit it's just the fucking truth energy is everything like it's to say you walk into a room where there's a weird vibe that's an energy that you feel and everyone's felt that an energy is aka a vibe you know so for someone to not believe that energy really dictates the world there was a document that was released by the cia that stated manifestation was real and it described it in detail saying that you can change the molecular makeup of the world around you just by thinking something enough or thinking something hard enough which is literally how you manifest something i believe it believe and feel something it was a document released by the cia i think i saw this in back in 2020 and i didn't believe it but i looked it up and i found it have you seen that theory 
where you can change your dimension. If you go into a space that is, and I've heard that mostly the space is like in the shower. So you have the water around you and you're meditating and you're meditating to basically a new frequency. Because water is something to do with. And water is energy and it's fluid and mm-hmm. it's liquid and it creates basically a passage. Yeah. So that you're like a portal. You're creating your new dimension. And there's people, and who knows, you know, but who have said they were in a different dimension. They created this dimension for themselves and they came to it. That reminds me of a story that I heard once. And there was this guy and he fell asleep one night and he wakes up in a different dimension. And he knows he's in a different dimension, but he has a wife, he has kids, and he's there six months. He has a job. He gets accustomed to his new dimension and he his wife is like baby it was just a weird dream he's confused he knows that he remembers his old life one day six months later he wakes up in his dorm room in his college bed that morning from that dream and the whole six months that he was in a different dimension it was all a dream and he spent the six next months he was six months of living this different life in a different dimension he had a wife he had kids And when he woke up, he was so upset because he missed his kids and he missed his wife. Oh, it's horrible. He was back. Yeah. Imagine that. I wonder what happened like to divert the energy because clearly something shifted. Right. What was it? And time is a construct that we made up. For anyone to think that. So six months in one dimension could be. Six minutes. Six six seconds. Six hours. Yeah. In this dimension. And for anyone to think that like we are the only thing. For anyone to think that they have all the answers and to just count something out just because they haven't experienced it. I think that's such a closed minded sad way to live because how do you know? For one thing I know and this isn't to say anything about religion but for people to just be so accepting of the theory that God placed us here. It's like if you believe even if that were to be true and I'm not saying it's not because I don't know. If you believe that to be true, then you believe in miracles because that's a miracle because what is God and how did he magically just drop this earth and create it? And if you don't believe in God, then how do you explain where we came from or what earth is? Where, what was the first, if humans need to be together to procreate, how did we exist to begin with? How well, did they we, say Adam and Eve. Right, but where did Adam and Eve, Eve so come from? So this is the, Ali, you're, you're cracking into the lifelong like psychological questions of the chicken or the egg. No, I know. Like, and I, I think it's so true that people who believe in religion, people who don't believe in religion, they all believe in something. Mm-hmm. We all started as something. People are like, okay, well, evolution. Where did the fucking snail come from? Right. Where did the squirrel come from that right. turned into the ape that right. turned into whatever? Right. Like Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve. That. Where did they come from? Well, they say God created us. God created everything. Well, what created God? Exactly. So that's my point is for people that don't believe in that story that I just told about the dream and the different dimensions. It's like if something as wild as us existing is real and you know, it's real because we exist. How are you going to say that that can't be true because you don't know, just because you haven't experienced it or like people that die and go into like a coma or they, they literally experience like an afterlife experience an afterlife and then come back to tell the story and people say that they're making it up. I'm truly to me. It's how could you just say that? Like you have no idea what you're talking about. Right. And I get that. It's so unfathomable that you're like, there's no way. But then if you really think about it back, to the very beginning how do you explain where we came from or what we are and to believe you that literally cannot so you cannot say even if there is that anything can't be possible and, and that's 100 percent true and even if there is a god and not saying there is or isn't <laughs> getting religious on the podcast mm-hmm. um because i believe in god mm-hmm. but 
not a God that only created humans on and earth. Mm-hmm. Because to me, that's such a narcissistic thought to think that we are the only ones who cr- were created. We are the only ones who were given any sort of free will when there's millions and billions of galaxies and stars and everything else out there. And we're the only thing I think that's my issue with the whole God conversation because you know me, I believe in a higher power and I've struggled for a very long time to call it God Mm -hmm. because I think that that really narrows the spectrum of what it actually is. And obviously I don't know, but the way that religion describes God is that it's a guy in the sky that was once on earth. That is, you know what I mean? It's such a narrow vision of like, yeah, narrow scoped where a guy sitting in a throne and a pillow of white clouds yeah it's like, just very uh theatrical almost to where i'm not saying it's not something similar but i believe that it's energy back to you know to come full circle energy and i believe that the universe is all around us god is all around us and that is an energy that we create that gets picked up on like when you pray that's putting out energy when you manifest that's putting out energy whatever i do believe that there are these are just my beliefs. I believe that there is something, whether whatever you believe it is, that hears you and There's guides something. you. And multiple things, yeah. probably. Angels, spirits, God. And absolutely universe, no shame to like religion. Like there's there's people that are very religious and I can see their point to it. Like it's to have faith. If you don't have faith, what do you have? what's the point? What's the point? And this is something I was talking about with a friend of mine who's very Catholic. So like very, you know, original religion religious. And she's like if a man doesn't have something to believe in, what is there to keep them in line? If there's no repercussions, if there's no afterlife, if there's nothing to make them do the right thing, what does? And I'm like, well, to some people that's God, but to some people that's also just like a spiritual. See, I don't like that thought because uh, I don't believe, I believe, I don't believe that whether we do good or bad, there's a special place for each of us. Do you think people are born good? And bad, or do you think they're made? I think nature versus nurture is a topic that it, it can go either way because I do think that, you know, some serial killers are just born. Something's off. off. Yeah. But I think that there are also people that are born good that their nurture wasn't there for them or who they were around or what happened to them or something they witnessed changes them to be evil. And I think evil is also an energy. And I do believe that there's evil that can like overcome someone, but you know, that back to the statement that you said where it's like what is the point like i don't believe in that and i still feel like being a good person because i am one yeah you know like i don't go day by day and that's the other issue i have with certain aspects of religion is why are you only being a good person because you're afraid because you're being told to be or because you're afraid you're not going to go to heaven well and that's kind of a scary thought right it's like i'm only being good because someone's watching right maybe we should just be good right so that's exactly what if no one was watching but in the other turn of that there's people who are bad who fear no repercussion where it's almost like maybe it would be better if they believed in something. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people that have made mistakes in life. Yes. Some of them turn to God and that's how they, they find their um, solace and their retribution. Yeah. Like they retribution is retribution. The biblical word retribution (laughs) to be good again. Baptize you with gin. But I do, I still feel like people that are evil, maybe not people that believe in Satan, but they still believe in God. Even some of the most religious people 
in the world could be considered some of the most evil. Exactly. And I would say that that just because you're religious and you believe in God doesn't make you inherently good. I think that the baseline of religion is to be a good person, which I think is great. And I think some people just take it to an extreme, which is why I had to opt out of practicing a certain religion. And it's, again, not that I don't believe in a God. I believe that there's a higher power. And I don't consider myself agnostic, atheist, anything Christian. Why does anything. it have to be labeled? There's exactly. not, it doesn't have to be labeled. Exactly, because what I believe is the same thing you believe. I just choose not to label it because the labeling of it seems theatrical to me. And I don't want to trigger anyone like anyone's beliefs. I think that's the amazing thing about this life is we're all entitled to our we own We all get to belief. choose. And as yeah. long as we all believe in something, I think that's truly what's important because it all makes life feel worth being here i mean it's it's kind of one of those things that makes everything make sense well and if that's the thing i was just about to say like because nothing really makes sense we have as humans you have to have something it's in our human nature to make things make sense and that's what we as society have created for ourselves to make what's the point it makes sense right this is the the question the all being question what is the point of mm -hmm. any of it we're just like sitting here on a floating rock in outer space you and me sitting here on a floating rock in a house on a couch filming a podcast fucking thriving what's the fucking point who cares it's your yeah. life you have to live it and that can tie back into what we first talked about as just do whatever the fuck you want if you want to follow <laughs> your dreams ad-lib podcast went full circle i'm yeah. proud of us yeah me too because it's true it's like what are you so scared about you get one life you could do anything you want with it what would you do then go do it Go do it. If you could have anything you want in life right now, what would you do? Go do it. I'd film Bad Therapy episode seven with my best friend and I'd be damn happy about it. Cheers. This is our third cheers. Are we sentimental or are we just drunk? Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. <laughs> okay. So last topic before we wrap, because I think teeny time has taken a toll on us. That was a tongue twister. Teeny time has taken a toll on us. Teeny time with Taylor Swift has taken a toll on us. <laughs> teeny time with Taylor Swift has taken a toll on us. <laughs> no. All right. So we for sure had a list of topics that we wanted to talk about today. And we covered about half. We got, I think we covered like one. Yeah. But actually... We'll, we'll have to see when we watch this back. I enjoyed our conversation. Very random, very all over the place. That's kind of the point of a podcast. How many times, every time we have filmed a podcast, <laughs> I'm like, that's the point of the podcast, Madison's though. new to podcast. It, it was supposed to be lighter. It kind of ended on a heavy note. We started literally talking about the meaning <laughs> so of the this, universe. The beginning of the podcast. It's a lighter note, the end of the podcast. Like, you're going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> Turn it off. Last time this alarm went off, I was talking about Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> Turn it off. We made it. Episode seven. Well, you know, sometimes we're not going to have as curated of a topic, but I hope you guys still enjoyed tonight's podcast because we definitely had a good time. We certainly enjoyed it. Maybe I mean, too much of a good time. We'll have to see when we watch this back. But nonetheless, next week is going to be men's mental health. Topic men's mental health and awareness. Because we think that that's super important and it doesn't have enough awareness. <laughs> doesn't get talked about enough. I'm not laughing at that. I'm laughing at <laughs> you myself. You fucking bitch. Men's, <laughs> men's mental health. That's, okay. Anyways, before I get canceled, let's end this podcast. Cheers to episode seven and we'll see you guys next week. Good luck editing. Thanks. <laughs>